Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast, sponsored by Dissertation Doctors. Hey, is your review of literature starting to sound a little bit like a journal? (laughs) If so, stick around, friends. This episode is just for you. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tanya Vetter. Hey, this is a quick episode. This is an episode just to give you guys some information on some resources that have been used quite successfully lately. I want to share with you what my clients have shared with me. And, you know, as I do my research and my studies, some things that may help you out with your chapter two. The first thing is your chapter two should not be a paper about your opinions All right. So everything that you write in your chapter two, you want to make sure that you absolutely provide evidence. All right. One of the main things I hear is that my clients tell me that paper doesn't sound like them. And I get it. It's frustrating. Right. You have all these great ideas, which is why you chose the topic you chose. Um, However, you have not conducted your study yet. And so you want to talk about what's already been um, what's already been done on that topic or that area. One of the things that you really want to be careful about this because when you um, really get too attached to uh, certain things having to uh, be in a certain, uh, maybe explained a certain way, right? Um, we find that oftentimes we're biased. This, and that's not what chapter two is about, all right? So your lit review is all about what has already been done. Now your study, remember, it's going to fill the gap. So just pay attention to that. Keep in mind, trust me, further along in the rest of the chapters in chapter five, particularly, you will have your say, I promise you will, you will get a chance to hear your, your own tone and voice. All right. This will help save you tons of money. I'm telling you, it's kind of interesting to me. Uh, my clients who are in the ministry or, you know, are preachers, they really struggle with this. Like they struggle with scientific writing. And so, I mean, most of us, you know, it's not something that we naturally we don't talk like that. We don't say according to Jones 2015. We don't talk like that, right? So it's something we all have to learn. It's a skill we all have to learn. However, I can tell you preachers, oh my God, they really struggle with that chapter two um, in education that is because they want to go ahead and preach up a sermon <laughs> without any evidence. So be careful of that. The other thing that happens that you really want to watch out for is really pay attention to your resources, which is what we're going to talk about briefly at the end. I'm going to give you about three resources that keep popping up that you may want to take a look at. Number two, know when to hold them and when to fold them. That means know when to quit. Sometimes when we're already um, done with our lit review, we want to go deeper and deeper because we keep looking at uh, articles. Here's the thing. You can look at that once you graduate. But, you know, I don't want you to be like, I don't want you at the end 
um, getting ready to really propose and all of that. And on your way out the door, you see an article and you grab it and you're like, hey, Dr. V, I want to put this in my study. No, 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 no. So no one told him and no one told him. And I'll tell you another reason why. I'll tell you two reasons why. I'll tell you two reasons why. Number one, your um, study becomes sloppy, right? It becomes sloppy. Um, and then number two, it becomes disconnected and unorganized. So I guess that would be three things, right? Watch for that when you're all over the place. I promise you, once you graduate, you will have all of the free time in the world to do as many lit reviews as you want. And trust me, a lot of us will not want to do them after the fact. <laughs> I know I didn't. Um, the last thing is going to be the resources that come up over and over again. I always watch a pattern in what the universities are asking students to use as a source when they're writing um, their lit reviews. And so, so far, one of the... Um, Items I definitely will say I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, and I didn't even bring it here with me, but it's a Lunenberg and Irby book. That is absolutely amazing. I will make sure that I put the link in the title of the book in the show notes. I love the way that it breaks down writing a dissertation and thesis. It just talks about all of the components so well. And it's 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 beautifully organized. The second one, of course, is Cresswell and Potts book. Now, this book is actually a qualitative book. It's a um, research book as well, but it's a um, qualitative only. Um, I'm going to mention the third one, which has all of the um, methodologies in it. But that Cresswell and, and um, Potts book is absolutely amazing. It, too, is well organized. And I love how it lays out all of the approaches. Now, I know you're like, well, that has nothing to do with the lit review. It doesn't. But I still think this is a resource you definitely, definitely want to have. Because when you pull up those literature reviews and it's talking about the methodology that they use, you want to be able to understand the methodology. So that's why I have that book on the list. The last and final one is going to be um, Dissertation Journey. I think that is one that... Um, I think I have one more too, but that's one I know for a fact that the schools are actually having the students to uh, read. I've never read it. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I didn't use that one. So I think it's worth taking a look at. Um, it was mentioned over and over again. So take a look at that. And that's by Carol Roberts. And the fourth and final one is another Cresswell book, and it has all of the methodologies in it and it's called research design fourth edition qualitative quantitative and mixed methods you really want to get that a lot of times i see uh, students confused about what uh, method they're actually using and what qualifies as um, mixed method or uh, quantitative only or qualitative you know all of those things are worked out in the books i just named in three of them actually I think Lunenberg and Irby also touch on it just a tad bit. So like I said, you guys will see all of this in the show notes in Simple Easy Books 4. I do think there's a such thing as having too many resources. So I only wanted to pay attention to four. And I also didn't want to take more than 10 minutes of your time today because I know you guys have stuff to do. You have to write. Of course you do. <laughs> and I have to edit it. So you guys know what I say. You decided to do this. And so if you're going to do it, do it well. See you next time.